Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters who help support the channel. Also, I want to say thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Help the channel out by donating or go to Patreon.com. Thank you. A lot of red pill motherfuckers. Ah, I should stop cussing so much. A lot of red pill ignorant fools actually think that liking certain shit, like liking food or liking porn or liking the actual company of women is it's that is just a bad thing and to have some sort of you know what they call pleasure in life is bad and degenerate and A lot of the red pill guys, a lot of the red pill ideology, a lot of these, a lot of these, you know, thought influencers, a lot of these, a lot of these men health, uh, man help guides, they, they want to keep you angry. They want to say anything that keep that bears some sort of momentary pleasure or release of stress is degenerate it's bad and it keeps you unfocused away from your real goal of being different being a leader by following a particular plan and particular set goals and set beliefs that Fall into the peer pressure of old people, or you know, fall into the falling for peer pressure from dead old people, and quite frankly, porn is one of those things. Now, as a consumer of porn, as a consumer of illicit—not illicit, but um, tantalizing art—as a creator of tantalizing art. I can understand where people actually get this whole thing of addiction to like sex is bad. But you can get addicted to a lot of things, including videos that spur your hatred and make you feel good about hating shit. I, but that's, that's here nor there. I want to respond to this video right here that we have where it says neurological science this can turn into an addiction if you don't stop. What, what, welcome to the human race, dog. A, a, everything, if you don't do it in moderation, can turn it. Uh, okay, let's go. With no judgment whatsoever, right? I, I Again, I'm not here to, it's not a moral thing. I'm just talking about what I do is I look at things through the lens of biology mm -hmm. and in particular through neuroscience, but some other fields as well. We have to take a step back and now I think there's a little bit of judgment. I think there's a little bit of judgment. But all right, let's go. Now knowing what we know about testosterone and dopamine and all these things and, and asking, you know, what, what is pornography doing to the brain? 
Well, first of all, it's triggering the release of dopamine and in the short term, testosterone by the observation of sex, not actually engaging in human contact. Think about the young brain being significantly more plastic and willing to rewire than the adult brain. Absolutely. There's no question about it. It's hyperplastic. So here's what, what kind of fucks me up about this. Yes, we, we should do a lot more to try to limit porn. Oh God, I'm starting to sound like um, Trevor. Um, We should do a lot more to limit porn consumption from like kids, but when I was 14, way, way back in 1996, if I wanted to see a titty, I can see a titty. Porn has been with us ever since we've, god damn, I could say we invented photography. Um, before we invented photography, we have ancient art and statues depicting porn. Getting rid of porn is like saying we're going to get rid of chemically inducing sub, uh, chemical inducing things to make us high. It is something that we as motherfucking evolved as primates... And I know evolved as primates makes no sense because all primates are evolved. But higher order of thinking evolved primates have been doing since ever. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Joe said it right. They were there were people that were were was was they were snatching it to Sears catalogs. And I'm sorry. I saw Landon's clothes, and they weren't that fucking sexy. I'm just saying. <laughs> and yes, the argument can be said for religion. I know, I know, I know. Uh, actually, we can probably say religion is worse because, you know, it's pretty hard to wield a, a two-handed sword when you're holding your one-handed sword by the hilt. Anyway. <laughs> Let's go. No, I, I I know I know it was the underwear and bikinis, but still, um, I'm still old enough to remember landing um, landing's closing. Person is getting dopamine and testosterone increases by observing sex and not actually by engaging in human contact. Okay, so that's concerning, right? It should come as no surprise that a lot of these people have trouble with um, romantic interactions when they do happen, right? Because they their brain isn't conditioned to respond to those, right? Also, dopamine seeking is what triggers the increase in testosterone. But as we just talked about it with- Wait, 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 wait. A lot of these people have issues because the isolation we feel with capitalism and the socialization that we have where it's just hard to socialize, especially in an increasingly digital world where, let's face it, and this is one of the things that I can agree with um, some people who say, the application of technology is bad. Not the technology is bad, but the application of technology is bad because one, we're working ourselves to death. We are spending more time with screens and we don't have those social places as we used to, especially after two years of a fucking pandemic that we're still, that's become from, instead of being a pandemic, it becomes endemic, but it's still causing massive amount of loss and sickness. 
So it's not just that, oh, porn bad. We've had porn since the invention of art. That's one of the main subjects that people have created as art subjects. So it's not porn. It's something else. The fact that we're working and our communities have actually deteriorated. And no, not in the fathers are not in the home, but in the sense, our sense of community is on life support. But you just want to say, oh, it's porn. You want to give an easy motherfucking answer. It's not just easy answers. It's the way we structure our society. But let's continue. Repeated dopamine seeking or triggering of dopamine release, it starts getting diminished, diminished, diminished. So pretty soon that behavior is not causing the release of testosterone. Now people are just doing it compulsively to try and get some little droplet of dopamine out of their out of their brain. I personally, you know what causes dopamine increases too? Fucking human touch. Like, like I'm not gonna lie and not say that me spending time with my friend hasn't like caused me. Not to miss streams, but like human touch does. Or even gaming with someone. This chase of dopamine doesn't just happen with porn. It doesn't just happen with. It happens with eating a good meal. It happens with working out. God damn, you can get a dopamine rush from doing a good workout. So why just blame it on porn? All right, let, let's go. I think that porn and the availability of porn is is a real is a real detriment to the developing brain, especially to the developing brain. Yeah. Now it sounds like you rescued the behavior. Like what? Like this? It sounds all like oh my god. This sounds really scientific and really deep and really thoughtful. But this is just a guy talking on a podcast. I have not seen one source, one iota of a source. It's just like, hey, my my friend, you, you know what? This this sounds really, really deep, but can I get a source? My source is that I made it the fuck up. But no, like, let, let's see. Let's see if... Um, Andrew Humberg is an American neurological scientist and associate professor in the Department of Neurologically this uh, Neurobiology and at the Stanford University School of Medicine, who has made many contributions to the brain development. Where is the source? It's not... Is this somebody fucking, you know, pontificating online? I know, I know, just, uh, you know, boulders and like very clear glass house. But it's no source. This is, they basically just ripped this shit from a podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
All right, all right, let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah. And it takes some discipline, right? I imagine. And it, it's one of those things that um, it's also anxiety-less compared to dating and relationships where people are vulnerable on both sides and have to negotiate things like, you know, consent and timing and, you know, and communication and all the things that are really hard to do but are essential to do. That's, that's key. So I think uh, pornography is a serious issue. There's also a whole aspect of pornography, which is that if people are pursuing pornography and they're not pursuing relationships, there is the potential that they reach their 20s and 30s and they are truly dysfunctional in terms of, look, every species has two major goals. Protect the young and make more of itself. And you think about what... You know what? It's kind of like weird that a neurological scientist would actually say that. No, and I get that we have a biological desire, but humans broke evolution that's our evolutionary superpower we broke evolution our bodies were evolved to to be on the plains of a savanna but we broke evolution yes and we're still affected by some evolution but generally speaking humans broke evolution Okay, but he's a scientist, and he said that neurologically speaking, we are like humans broke evolution. And again, man, where is your source? Porn and masturbation; these things really are. I'm not calling them sinful. What I'm saying is they. No scientist would use the term sinful. Oh my God! This is this is the thing. This is. So incredibly biased, incredibly biased to a, he sounds like a proud boy. Exactly. This is incredibly biased. Why would you use that? Just by his dialect alone, it would be, I'm not saying it's detrimental. I'm not saying this is not helpful. Uh, Use those terms. This is dripping with intent. This is dripping with the narrative. And the fact is, if you're a neurological scientist, you would actually understand the health benefits of masturbation. Now, what a lot of neuroscientists actually say is that it should not be just porn. A lot of neurological and sexual uh, sexualists, or whatever the fuck, uh, psychological or uh, people that deals with the psychology of sex say you should actually learn how to masturbate without looking at porn. But we have Mister Scientist that says it's a sin. Sure, let's go. Are potentially addictive especially with the availability of pornography. It would be different maybe using your imagination versus uh, seeing images or like, you know, is there a difference, between, if you know any of this, is there a difference between video versus, you know, old school way of like having magazines and things like that? Well, it's because like, it, it's like more fantasy and maybe, I don't know, maybe you thinking. See, see, this is a podcast. This is not some grand, great, known wizard of intellectual Dowardism. This is a podcast. 
thinking it through about this thing is different than you just watching or even remembering past experiences yeah so we can speculate there a bit um you know a picture is worth a thousand words and a movie is worth a billion pictures i think it's fair to say that whatever problems exist in society today almost certainly existed 100 years ago but in a different form Mm -hmm. okay we always think oh you know stress was only there for the saber-toothed tiger now there are no tigers and we got this thing that's really unfortunate called stress look let's imagine this was 100 years ago spouses still cheated people still died you had you know, physical challenges. There was a question of, how, you know, all that stuff is, is ba- there's a question of what there's a question of what see, and this is what I'm talking about. It, this is just stupid pseudoscience. That's all this is, is this is stupid pseudoscience of someone actually putting out their opinion and trying to cloud in the science. Baked into us at a deep level, right? None of those circuits have changed. It's just the circumstances that trigger them change. So I think that 100 years ago, it wasn't cell phones. It might, but you can bet that there was, there were forms of pornography. I think that really, what's healthy in this domain has never really been defined. This is one of the challenges. We know what an eating disorder is, but what's eat healthy eating? Right? Where do you draw the line? I think, given this uh, general theme that relationships are healthy, friendships are healthy, romantic relationships are healthy, and anything that inhibits the pursuit and functioning of of healthy relationships is where you have to start saying, wait a second, is this behavior getting in the way? Um, are you gonna, are you gonna, are you gonna talk about capitalism and individualism? Are are you gonna talk about that? No, it's, it's porn because you have, because reasons. And you know what? It's fun fact, Joe. My favorite part of the Bible is not there. It's Ezekiel 20, um, 23, 20, um, 25, I believe. And she lusted after her lovers who had the size of a horse and the emissions of those of a donkey. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So we just have to be careful. Anytime we are overwhelmed with powerful images of increasing intensity, that's where you start getting into the dopamine depletion. That's where you start getting into the hormone depletion. That's so it's just about porn. Talking about here. So this is also true of violence. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they're like excited about watching zombie apocalypse violence, plus all of that violent sex and everything getting poured into the same film. Well, they made horror movies, you know, 50 years ago. They were a little bit different. The question is, how strong were we driving the system? And if anyone out there is feeling underwhelmed and kind of like life is no good, etc., chances are your dopamine system has been pushed too hard. I'll give you one quick anecdote. I have a friend. He's got a kid. Wait. Newsflash, maybe life is hard. I know, I know, fucking weird, right? I mean, like, when you can't afford a two-bedroom home in 90% of the counties across the USA... Oh, no, it's just your perspective how your your dopamine levels to, to... to you know been destroyed it's not that we haven't kept wages with inflations it's not that i'm sorry one bedroom one bedroom oh you're right joe one bedroom you can't you can't have a one bedroom apartment on uh the minimum wage across the country in 90 percent of the counties like what no it's just your attitude it's just your attitude. Because it's your fault. No, we, we, no, 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 no. 
it's your fault. You looked at the dirty magazines and looking at dirty magazines has made it where your financial situation doesn't add up. Like they were just complaining the prevalence of free online porn, but your mental attitude and your dopamine receptors are burnt out. That's why you can't afford things. Reasons. We only got a little bit left. He's 21, graduate high school. He went to community college for a little bit, decided not to do that anymore. Then he stopped working, stopped exercising. He's really fit. He's got like, his genetics are like Nassimas. He's kind of like, he's just got this incredible physique and all that. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't work, doesn't do anything. He's a failure to launch, as we call him. And so he went to high school. He did some community college. He doesn't work. Do you think there may be a problem going on that is not just your fucking antidote? Maybe the job market is shit. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You know, maybe he feels isolated and alone. That's not because he's touching himself. Uh, okay, let's go. They were analyzing, does he have ADHD? Does he this? And he heard Anna talk about dopamine depletion. And he called me and he said, and he said I'm going to do one month, no video games, no phone, no nothing. He's 25 days in. And he's running again, he's lifting again, he's heading back to work again. And this was somebody who thought he had ADHD. Now there are people with ADHD out there, but It sounds as if he had depression, dog. Oh my God, like, I- Done. I can't, I can't. It sounds like he had depression. How as you, how are you as a neurological scientist? Not recognizing the symptoms of depression. This is why this full sense of expertise that a lot of these red pill guys do and listen to and actually say it's stupid. And the reason why it's stupid is because it never solves anything. It never addresses the problem. It just says, you need to fix you. And if you're unhappy about something, then it's your fault. Yes, we all have personal choices that we can actually address and make. But it is clear that this motherfucker is not an expert on, if he's an expert on neuropsychology, he's definitely never talked to a fucking patience. He's a fucking book nerd. Bookworm nerd. But anyway, anyway, guys, like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for watching it so far. Um, you can find me on several different channels here from Twitch, YouTube, um, on out on Spotify, and all the associated podcasts. Um, Crimson Six Hundred Six Two Zero. Thank you for watching, and uh, we're gonna cut this video segment here. If I gave myself the power